What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, your host Tommy Buns here with the main men, Sully and Jones. And we are going to get right into it. We've got a lot of NBA to, to talk. We've got a little football, a little baseball. We're going to defend the wall. But first, we got to talk about my man, Bobby Handjobs, Bobby Blowjobs, Bobby Kraft. Visiting the Rub and Tug down in Florida, getting caught at the Orchids of Asia Day Spa in Jupiter, Florida, home of another known philanderer, Tiger Woods. Guys, I'm not going to lie. It's not looking good for my man Bobby right now. Yeah, I mean, I, reports are they're going to like make an example out of him. Yeah, and I mean, there's, it's kind of hard to dispute video evidence of you getting a blowy from an Asian masseuse. I heard he can only get suspended. He, he he they can't lose draft picks or anything from it because it's off the field. He can only get a maximum sus- uh, fine of five hundred thousand, which is the equivalent. Yeah. The equivalent. I saw the other day the equivalent of a five hundred thousand dollar fine for him to the compared to the average annual salary in America is uh, two dollars and eighty seven cents. Two dollars and eighty cents. Okay, <laughs> that's wild. That's why I shouldn't be laughing. Because, I mean, I, I, I get he violates the league's rules. It's wrong. I don't think it's as bad as, like, well, people, like, people well, are saying that he's involved in a human trafficking ring. That's, what's, yeah, that's, that's what's fucked up. That's what's, that's what's completely up, not true. He's, he, he's just he, – what he's doing is a common occurrence for some people, not for me, but for some people they do it. It's whatever. Teach your own. <clears throat> fine. But the, But <laughs> – but the bad part is obviously apparently, you know, the women are being forced to do this, which is obviously wrong. And that's the part that needs to be stopped that he has donated money to in the past. So we're gonna give him the, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure most of you will that he didn't wasn't aware that, you know, those women were being forced to do that against their will or whatever. Um, so I mean, that's that the, part's not even proven yet. That part yeah, is just conjecture at this point. Yeah, so, that's no, I don't think it'll be proven, you know, with his wrongdoing just by whoever is doing it. Think about how like backwards that is. Like you say, he's donated like hundreds of thousands to this cause, and anytime someone fucks up and turns around and donates, like fucking Ray Rice, like knocks his wife out, donates a hundred thousand to domestic violence or some shit like that, or you know, gets in a drunk driving accident, donates fifty k to a you know drunk driving awareness class or whatever it is, and everyone's fine with it. it you know, they paid their debt, but you do that shit before and then commit the crime, and they're like, eh. No, it doesn't count. Yeah, they're like, sorry, yeah. all that good shit you did goes out the window because you went to a uh, massage parlor. and Even though it's obviously more authentic off. that way. Like, yeah, if you yeah. literally – think about it. I mean, the guy's donated like tens of millions of do- dollars and raised in charity. And if you were to like actually – like, make, if you made like a sports center special about like little five-minute stories about all the little kids or people that have like had their lives changed or saved or – vastly improved by by him you wouldn't like think anything of it. he'd be like oh he he got a blowjob and he did all he saved 70,000 people's lives like gave a million people food or shelter like yeah well like yeah. we're gonna let that one pass 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, people like when Bart Scott said last week that they should take the whole draft from the Patriots and bury them over this. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're just a that's, fucking that's, idiot. That's like, clearly being biased. Like, that's you're clearly, just being biased because you're pissed yeah. that. That's Patriots clearly, that's good. clearly, that's clearly going back to that's can't what, wait. That's why no one listens to Bart Scott on Bart the, Scott is, in the is, most is popular Bart. city at the most popular time on the most popular median in the country. And he was a part of one of the franchise's best times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, both teams' best times too. And I, I still, I don't respect what he has to say. I don't listen to him. It's, and I'm it's painful. Fan, it's so. painful to listen to. Yeah, it's, I've, I've there really is, there, tried only a couple times. They're all bad. They're, none of them are good. There isn't a word I want to hear from Bart Scott outside of something having to do with football, and even that I only want to hear half of. You think I'm going to listen to Bart Scott tell me about the fucking fourth day of the Masters or the, yeah, like, the opening weekend of the March Madness tournament? Fuck no. I'll fucking run circles around Bart Scott drunk as fuck <laughs> at any of those topics. <laughs> as no, Tom strokes his cat. Yeah, Millie, the new cat, Millie. <laughs> Dr. Evil over here. On pod, she that's up a next cute fucking cat. Yeah, she is. A, she's a pretty fucking kitty, man, I got to say. I got to say, she's really brought a whole new light into my life, but... Irregardless, don't think, don't take uh, her to Gillette. Craft might yeah, go after. Yeah, I, can't take her to I don't want Kraft playing with my pussy. Um, <laughs> we, we, I mean, I, there's obviously going to be some kind of punishment from the NFL. I think he'll probably get like eight to ten games, and he's going to get the maximum dollar but, amount but that they can find. What does the suspension do, though? What does the suspension do? He can't be in the stadium. Yeah, That's it? I mean, that, I yeah, fucking no, own the building. You can't tell me I can't be there. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, that's true, too. But all, Guess what? Uh, Guess what? We're playing at UMass this year. Fuck, it, fuck yeah. you, Goodell. Yeah, of all yeah, the hypocrisies but, of the NFL, whether it's Tyreek Hill being allowed to play, beating up his pregnant girlfriend. Greg Hardy. All these abuse, uh, different abusers that, you know, Ty- I mean, Kareem Hunt's being back in the league now for much worse things. I mean... On behalf of uh, Kraft, I mean, we could. I think we can let his part on this go. And there's bigger names on this list, apparently. I'm sure Tiger Woods is he. What do we think? Not he's yet. On? They did announce a, uh, a Web.com tour golfer was on it today, though. Which is like the minor leagues of golf. Yeah, that's like yeah. yeah I mean, it, but they but they I heard there was a bigger name than Tiger. I mean, bigger name than Kraft, right? That's what they said originally. Chef, yeah, Chef Shefty, that, yeah, right Shefty reported but. there was Kraft was not the only big name on the list. Was I think the exact quote? Um, but Jerry Jones also has a house in Jupiter. You know, Jerry's going there. People, um, people up here. There's a lot of talk that they think that this would be. The most opportune time now for Kraft to hand the team off to his son. I don't see. I'm not in that. He's been such a resilient guy about everything. Like, I would lose a lot of respect for him if he did this. I want him to fucking run through this and come back and then hand it off. Just I don't want this to because that'll give Goodell right. a win. Your legacy, kind of. And the only right. the only people I hate more in the NFL than the Patriots is Roger Goodell. I, so yeah, like, I don't. <laughs> that is true. And if there's anyone we like on the Patriots, it's Kraft. Yeah, exactly. He's right. the most likable character in I mean, the whole organization. Certain, certain people, obviously, but if there's someone that we can all love, it's it's Kraft. He, he yeah. seems like a great guy. He's there's a cool old guy with his... Been through the bad times. He's been ones. through when they've been awful. He's, you know... Um, good guy, good guy. Give the kid a bid. 
Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Um but I mean we'll, well see what happens. He has a court date in April. He doesn't even have to attend. He'll probably make some kind of plea agreement before then. He's gonna fucking donate six million dollars and do fifty hours of community service, start a charity, save the mm-hmm. girls, then open up a new massage parlor in his basement. Yeah, that's the thing. Why he flew there. The day of the AFC Championship game. Wait, and he flew there? He flew there from Massachusetts the day of back? the AFC Championship game. Well, who know? I mean, who know, who knows why he's? I don't know why he's there, but I mean, Mar-a-Lago is twenty minutes from yeah. Jupiter. But he did. He he flew to Florida from Massachusetts. Had this happen, and then flew to Arrowhead in the same day. He flew. Arrowhead to Florida. is very close. What is it? An, not even an hour. Hour by by plane. Uh, from no, Ju- probably from Jupiter, couple, probably like two, two and a half. Yeah. Really, you think? And then it's I mean, three, it's New three York, hours. New from... York to Florida is like two and a half to three hours. And that's yeah, I mean, closer. it's basically a triangle, though. And I mean, Arrowhead's like bit, smack yeah. dab in the it's middle not, of the country. It's not that. It's not that west where it's. Well, yeah, but any, anyway, the, the, the worst part about this is that it, it, the most damning piece of evidence is that he only lasted two minutes. Yeah, yeah, he got there at eleven oh three and was dressed and out the door again at eleven seventy seven. Guys, did we yeah, really I mean, need to go down there? I think we should. I mean, he should have had he should have had plenty of practice by now. Yeah, but I mean, most seventy seven year olds probably can't even get the job done anymore. That's true. That's a fair point. Oh, you, you are Let's right. It is a how about how how about the dude that was like eighty seven on the fucking yeah? Sheet? There was a guy older. That's than the him. guy I want to be with. I want to hang out with that dude. <laughs> Yeah, like, tell me about your tell me about your life. Yeah, sir. yeah. Just uh, I got a joint. Let's sit down. Well, <laughs> I, let me tell me all the stories. Then we'll hit the rub and tug after. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. It's hit it's on days. me. It's if if you make me laugh once, it's on me. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, we'll see what happens with craft. You know, it's it's it. At the end of the day, I mean, if there is a human trafficking element, you feel bad. You hope that that's not the case. You hope that this is just. Everyone's doing this by choice, but we know that alleging that Kraft is involved in human trafficking is a stupid fucking thing to say, and we hope this all works out for uh, Bobby Blowjobs. Let's see if he can pull a crafty maneuver and get out of it. Yeah, I um, yeah, yeah, let's hope so. But, you know, uh, another crafty guy that uh, has been keeping everyone captivated for the past two months, uh, James Harden, his 30-plus point streak finally ended. He scored 28 against the Hawks. He was quadruple teamed in the final seconds when he had the ball and 28 points. They wanted that streak to end, and they were the team that got the streak to end. Of all teams, didn't think it would be the Atlanta Hawks. But what are you going to do? Now all the talk about that can be over, and we can focus on the fact that Paul George is the real MVP of the league this year. But Love me some Paul know. George. R.I.P. To, to James Harden's streak. It was, it was, it was fun to watch, and... Giannis officially took the lead odds-wise in MVP today. Wow. Or yesterday. Today or yesterday or today. Giannis is the MVP. I think we can all agree on that. He should be. I certainly – I think Giannis and PG is the argument. My thing is I don't think James Harden's even in the conversation. I think it's a two-man race, a two-man conversation. Yeah, no, I think so too. Now that this this point streak thing is over, I I think that's definitely – I think if he kept that point streak going and he got that to like – 50 plus games then you know he's gonna steal some votes just in the fact that people voting are idiots sometimes and yeah. that's just yeah. gonna be how it's gonna go you know they'll get 
they'll get taken over by the uh, like the mystique of scoring thirty plus points in fifty plus games. Of course, but of now course. that's over. It's like yeah, I think it's definitely down to a two man race between Giannis and uh, PG. But I mean, the Bucks are so hot. The Bucks are the best team in the NBA. Yeah, it's insane. There. Can we also point out that Russell Westbrook absolutely would have taken that that three and then complained he didn't get called for a foul when James Harden just dribbled it out? Yeah. Just want everyone to make sure we're on the same page there. Yeah, yeah, no, he 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 absolutely would have. I, I love that you your hate for uh, Russell Westbrook is just a little bit bigger than your hate for uh, for uh, James Harden. Yes, well, it is. At it least is. he went out with class, James Harden. At least he didn't throw up that shot. That's what I'm saying. Russell Westbrook would have fucking thrown up that shot and then looked the ref why he didn't get a foul call. From yeah, thirty, from thirty-eight my, my, feet. My uh, communication devices are failing me right now, so I could not hear that. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's all right. So I, I'm sure someone out there missed it. So it's good that we repeat it every now and then for the fans. Of Sorry, course, of course, it happens. It's a strong yeah, statement. Right. I stand by. Yeah, <laughs> I think the uh, the Bucks though. I think they're they've been so impressive because I mean they didn't start out the best. They kind of had a slower start. They were hovering right around like third, fourth in the East. The Raptors looked like they might run away with it. And then all of a sudden, here come the Bucks, and then now it's like they just haven't looked back yeah. since like the beginning of December. They've just been on a tear, and they haven't stopped. They're just so they're just such like a good basketball team. They're well coached, like they they're so deep. They just got everything. And the Miritich signing is going to be great for them. He'll be on that second unit. Like they're just yeah, that was big. That was a, that was a big trade, and you kind of feel bad for Miritich getting tossed around from the Bulls to the Pelicans, and then this year at the deadline getting moved again. But I mean. It I mean, Nick him. Stauskas got traded five times in one week. In one, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. But or, Nick Stauskas and Amiritich are a little bit different. He got traded three times, but he was a member of five teams five in, teams. in four days. Unbelievable. I think the Raptors are are just as good as the Bucks, though. Honestly, they they've been impressing me for sure. Yeah, but they that, the thing with them, they're like they have some streaky games, man. They like even well, when right they're now out, they got they have Marcus on running basically running their running their bench right now. So yeah, if no, Marcus with Van Vliet, they got Pascal Siakam is he's on a tear. A, he's he's putting up seventeen and in seventh of the year, much better lately. He he can defend transition player, putting up threes, making threes. I mean. What's crazy is like the the Raptors could go from like this juggernaut to like one of the worst teams in the league next year, like on purpose. If they don't win the title, or at least if they can't retain Kawhi, they they're gonna they're gonna clean house. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you, obviously you keep like Siakam and uh, Anobi and like the young a few of the young guys, but like you're trading Lowry or Lowry's a free. No, he's not a free agent. You're trading Lowry. No, I think I don't. You're I don't trading know if Gasol. Lowry would be like, tradable with his contract, really. I don't know if Phoenix would love to have him if they don't take Morant. I don't know. I still think they're a good team if you have Gasol, Siakam, Ibaka, Lowry, um, OG. You're never Powell. you're never winning in what the Eastern Conference is going to be. No, in the next but I don't two think years. they're a bad team. I think I think they're a playoff team for sure. Still, I think they're still a playoff team. Yeah, but they're a five seed. I think Siakam could be a twenty. 20- 22 and 10 guy if if Kawhi's not there easily I think by next year he could be a 20 and 10 guy I think he could be a star on both sides of the floor so I, I just feel like you know you're not going to win you might as well re uh, unload uh, I also think Kawhi is, is I also think Toronto makes it to the east and I think he resigns if they make it to the east if they make it to the finals he could I, could see it. I, I think could it's, see it. I think it's a 0% chance if they don't make the finals <clears throat> 
yeah, I think it's very slim. Yeah, yeah, it'd definitely be tough to keep him there if they don't make the finals, especially after he missed pretty much he missed the whole year of his prime, and he's obviously still in his prime right now. He's he's still the same Kawhi that we saw before, probably the best two way player in basketball. If not, he's one of the best two way players in basketball. But you know, it's like it's kind of cool this year, I think, seeing a team in the East being the front runner in the NBA for the first time in probably five years. Since since LeBron's one of LeBron's uh, like since probably the 2012 season, maybe even longer. Well, what do we mean front runner? Warriors like, are still like minus 250 to win the title. Yeah, but I mean, you don't think? I, I think if any year's the year they're not going to win, it's going to be this year. Um, I still think I think this is the year someone from the East can take them out, and I think this is the year that someone from the West could potentially take them out before I the, think finals. the team for the West could be the Denver Nuggets. And yeah, I, and I kind of see. I think there's less of a threat in conference this year than last year, but I, I think there's more of a see, threat I think, I think coming the, out of the what East. What makes the Nuggets so dangerous is that they're 22 and one at home in the 22 and one in the last 23 games. They're not a great road team at all, but at home with that altitude, they play 10 guys. If you're coming in, most teams play seven, eight guys in in the in in their rotations in the playoffs. They're going to get winded. That's why they're winning so much with that altitude. They play 10 legitimately good players or solid players. They're so deep. They have six guards that can play. Isaiah Thomas is like their sixth best guard. They're using him only like 12 minutes a game where they where he can score and not be, you know, beat as much defensively. So, I mean, they got they got the Joker, they got Murray, they have they have Beasley. They got a bunch of they got a bunch of athletic guys that Tyler Lydon Shout out, Tyler. Tyler, there you go. He's not <laughs> in the rotation. He's like the 11th or 12th guy, but if someone goes down, he's in there. Yeah, but and I mean, they still they have a good chance of getting the one seed still. They're, they're a game back, a game I believe. Back. They're a game back. So if they, if they get the one seed, then I think they're a much bigger threat to the Warriors because it's just, I mean, that's the biggest home field advantage in basketball. It really yeah. is. Like, it's an it's actual easy. scientific like, advantage. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly, like the altitude, you—it's hard to train for that. You can't train for that. So, but the Warriors well, do I, have one there this year. They have one there. They're one and one, and they have two games. And the one game they lost there was by one on a last-second shot. Yeah, by two on a last-second shot. Didn't and then, Denver and beat then, the Warriors at Oracle though too? No, they play have two. They play them at Oracle two more times. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and those and and those yeah those haven't happened yet. So. Those will, that would be a good test for them. If they could split those, if they can go one-on-one one there, I think you definitely have to like your chances if you're Denver. Um, and I think I think the Rockets also have a chance. I mean, I think... Yeah, they looked good against them. I think if they can play... If, if James night. Harden, I think it'll be a better thing for them being that his streak's over. Um, he can share the ball more with Chris Paul. Kenneth Freed is, is going. He's putting up like 18-8 and eight a game. He's He's been a monster. You have Capella, Gordon. I mean... Those teams are gonna the, the those teams are gonna cannibalize each other before. It's not like the Warriors got to play them throughout the playoffs. They're gonna have to play one, maybe two of them, maybe two. Yeah, no, I I agree, but I mean, I think those are the two teams that have a chance, and then and then maybe maybe the Blazers can Blazers or Thunder can make it a tough series with them, but I don't think either of them are capable of winning. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. right now, right now, if it ended, they'd have San Antonio in the first round, probably. I don't think the Spurs are making the playoffs, honestly. I think the Kings are going to get that spot. 
Either one of those teams, though. Do either one of those teams win a game against the Warriors? Probably. The Kings, the Kings would. The Kings play the Warriors oddly tough. Yeah, they, that's they've true. They've lost they four kinda, games yeah, by a total of 12 points. And and the the last two years before this, they were like 3-6 and six against them. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, have much better. So, team. like, yeah, I, I mean, obviously Sacramento's losing, the but they're losing the in five. Years, the, team, the teams that haven't been good that have played them well are the Kings and the Nuggets. They both played them well before the Nuggets were so good this year. So, I mean, and they have a little rivalry starting. So, I would, I would, that would be the first round matchup I'd love to see the most, honestly. That could be a fun I, little rivalry. Like, even if they, like, assuming the Warriors get a little worse this offseason, like, you got the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Thunder, like, all locked in for another four to five competitive years yeah yeah and i mean you got you right now you'd have a, a utah okc first round rematch from last year that was That'd a big series that would be great year. and i i think the thunder would be in a much better position than they were last year and i'd probably yeah i think i'm taking the run thunder to roll I'd through them five probably or six take the thunder yeah and yeah six. yeah this is because yeah, utah's russell, russell westbrook is getting better at not taking a million shots a game he does it sometimes but he's 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 learning slowly but surely but then he resorts back sometimes yeah i mean he does, still has a bunch of his tendencies but this might be my favorite rust season ever just because yeah. he's although like, he had eight, eight or nine turnovers last night. Yeah, well, he, that's like never gonna change. He's gonna he's gonna shatter the turnover record, like shatter it. He's gonna yeah. break it in like his tenth year, eleventh year. And he's like eighty percent of the way there now. And the guy who has it, I forget who it is, but he played. It, it might actually even be Stockton because he played like twenty two fucking Harden years. James Harden is second. They're both on pace to absolutely shatter the record. I was looking at the numbers the other day. They're like many because when he was younger, he didn't have as big a role with the Thunder. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that that's going to be an interesting point of conversation because that's not just like oh they're in the top five or you know like scoring. You could have the conversation like anyone in the top five to seven. You know, like that that's meaningful. But like if you're gonna shatter an all-time career like record over a guy that's gonna like you're not playing 22 years, James Harden or John or Russell Westbrook. So you're going to shatter the record of a 22-year guy in like probably a 15, 16-year career? That's bad. Not great. Yeah, not great. Not great for sure. Another thing that's not great is the fact that LeBron James has officially ruined the Lakers franchise forever. He has done nothing but create issues since the day he got there. They were doing okay for a little bit, but I mean right away – you could tell these guys they weren't really that the chemistry just wasn't there. And now, I mean, no, nah, bro, it's Luke Walton fault. Yeah, I mean, they, I, they oh, were man, all of it. Before, <laughs> I, will, like, I think people do forget they were the fourth seed before he got injured when he was healthy, and they, they were they were playing well before the injury. Since the injury's gone down, he's it's because they're gonna trade them all. Yeah, I don't think. No, it's I, I know, I know, <laughs> and I think LeBron's it's, it's groin is, is not healthy as well. I mean, he just doesn't. He looked like he didn't even want to play basketball last game he against the Grizzlies. Disinterested. He looks disinterested. I'm not going to blame him. about the his groin, but he's he's for sure not 100. percent And there's and he's not the best player. Right How now. about player. the fucking gall to say I don't know? I don't know if basketball is your first priority right now. Motherfucker, you're filming movies. The fuck no, are you talking he about? That. He didn't. He didn't say that. Direct. Why are you talking about the quote recently? Yeah, yeah, he said we got something along the lines of you got to make quote, sure. He said it, it was about the distraction question, right? 
something like the quote was like he, something you got to make sure that if you're getting distracted by the playoffs, he goes, then, then you're you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be in in, in for in Los Angeles playing. You shouldn't. You the quote, the quote the I'm talking about was specifically saying something around basketball being your number one priority. I don't remember the exact wording. Maybe that, maybe but, that was the couple day before. He is talking too much, but like he's his. I have no problem with offensively. He's been phenomenal as usual. I mean, he's not shooting great from three, but he's he's getting guys involved defensively. He's just been. He's the. I think he's the third slowest player on defense. Oh, it's a true. You look at like the replays that they've been all over like Twitter, like. He's not even putting a hand up. He's not yeah. coming within 15 feet of his defender. And then he, he I, there's two or three of them where his guy, he's just, he's like at the block on under the basket and his guy's shooting a wide open three and goes in, shocking, and he throws his hands up. Like, dude, what, that's you. You that, you <laughs> got ball. That's you him. Ball. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, as someone who hates LeBron, it's it's like it's that's a your goat. Thing to see. Fuck out of here. That's your goat. Yeah. Fuck yeah, up. No, Jordan was first team all defense is age thirty four season. He definitely looks old here. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But I think I think all the trade bullshit, trying to get Anthony Davis there, all the whether you call it tampering, whether you call it whatever, he definitely had a hand in trying to get Anthony Davis I think there. you got to give Magic some blame, too, in here. I think he's pretty much botched the situation. Butchered. Yeah. I'm still Bot- waiting for Magic Johnson to do botchered. something something even there. remotely impressive as a general manager. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, no, he... he congratu- I mean, like, congratulations. You fucking fell into Kyle Kuzma, like... Throwing look at, a fucking look at the spaghetti at the wall. Assembled. I mean, the lineup he assembled is it's borderline garbage. I mean, without LeBron, they're a bottom five team. Yeah, they're all, they're a bottom terrible. five team with LeBron. Well, yeah. right now they're playing like as such, but I mean, record wise, they would be in the lottery right now. Yeah, and we don't it need that because be, they'd win. But I mean, I mean, and you got to try something else to make yourself better. You, you're, dude, I like the acquisition of um, Bullock, but you have two. Acquisitions are Bullock and Mascala, and you don't. And then Luke Walton's not playing Mascala. He plays him. He plays him one game, and then and then doesn't play him four games. And I then mean, plays him the last game. Bullock, like it's just no Bullock, one's on the same page. Bullock is nice, but he's like putting fucking makeup on herpes. Like that's great. That's a at great. the end of the day, it should, it, the problems are still there. They ain't going yeah, anywhere. He, I mean, he's not gonna. He's not. He's a. He's a solid defender. He's a good three point shooter, but he's not. He's not a premier three and D player. He's not. He's Courtney a, Lee would have been a better addition. He's a yeah, oh, it would have been a great addition. Or but, just as good, if not better, and I think better. Yeah. Been, yeah. I so mean like, Courtney Lee's like the type of guy that a championship LeBron team needs like two of. Would, yeah, with Jell Shane Battier and Mike Miller. Like Yeah. 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 No, R- Richard Jefferson and uh, some other, Channing Fry. Like I don't know, you know. Yeah. Veteran guys player. who are efficient. Decent size contracts, high IQ, good and shoot Corver. the ball. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, we already kind of mentioned it, but OKC still hanging out at the top there, making some noise still. What they're in third place right yeah, now in the got, West. I, I mean, dude, talk about a team with depth. They got some depth. Yeah, I love. Uh, Noel's one of the best defenders in the NBA. And he they really actually is. were at their best when Adams was on the bench and Noel was. When they made their comeback against the Nuggets, they were down 18 and took a three-point lead. Dude, Noel was on. 
on the court the whole time. He's on a good contract too. That was low key one of the best signings of the offseason. He was, and he's he's been he's been a bust, but he's found his his spot. And it's yeah, and it's I mean, a, it's a bench role player. We then never you, we never thought that that draft that draft was like one of the yeah. worst scouted well, drafts coming in. Then they got they got the young guard Ferguson, who was drafted two years ago. He's playing very good, and then Jerry and Grant is playing. He's playing amazing. He's he's a good def- defender, energy player. He's hitting threes, so it, they got a really deep. And then they got Morris. They got the other Morris brother. That's going to be a great pickup for them. That was a great. That really was. Yeah, he's well, someone he, who can play third twenty five minutes if you need him to. And he can he can score the ball. He can put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, he's the luster of the two, but he's he he's another and he's a tough player, a rebounder. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Marcus is definitely a little bit better on the offensive side, but I mean they're virtually the same fucking player on the defensive. Yeah, they side. always have had like the same numbers. <laughs> yeah, they're literally the same player. Like maybe Marcus adds a little bit more to your team, but yeah, no, they're they they they're they're virtually the same player. Uh, yeah, no, um, but we're gonna move on to defend the wall. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. A. All right, A. Dave. The Lakers, they're not making the playoffs. They're not even coming close to making the playoffs. Oh, man. Oh, this is a nice gift for me today, Tommy. Um, I think it's it's pretty clear the Lakers um, are not what, anything that a lot of people thought they would be. Um, yes, they started off great. They had their moments this year. They looked to be fine, but LeBron James decided to get the first injury of his career and be sidelined for however many – a month – since his for the first time since his hair surgery in Miami um and you know this is kind of something that all the Lakers detractors saw coming or thought was going to happen um they just they didn't have a decent roster around him the young guys aren't really developing that much I mean Kuzma's having a better year um Ingram is at times Lonzo who the fuck knows what's going on with him half the time he's not on the court half the time he's doing some bullshit with his family it's just He's been just as much of a circus as the rest of the team has. Um, they didn't really do anything at the trade deadline. Uh, and I think LeBron has just kind of mailed it in this year. It's a, it's a wash year. He he knew that coming in. Maybe you get a flash in the pan. You get a little excitement. You win a, a one playoff series or something like that. But the Lakers were never a serious threat to contend. And that was before the the season when we didn't know how great OKC and Denver would be this year. So... I mean, they got no shot against any of those teams in any type of series. Um, and if they, you know, if they can't beat teams like the Grizzlies coming down the stretch, and tonight if they lose to the fucking Pelicans, oh man, it's over. It's they might as well just mail in a, a F report card for the rest of the year because they got if they can't beat New Orleans with Anthony Davis in the house, like it's over. It's a wrap. I just I think LeBron's mailed it in. I think the young players know it and. That's just the way it is this year with the Lakers. I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. Sully, I got another basketball one for you. You ready for it? Kyrie Irving, he's not going to re-sign with the Celtics. He's also not going to re-sign with the Knicks. He's going to sign with... This is, a, this is depending on the Wizards getting rid of someone, one of the two, but he is going to end up in Washington next year. Where the Hot fuck t- did this come from? Yeah, dreamt it up this afternoon. I was thinking, where could this guy go? Kind of take over and, you know, just kind of be himself. And who's more gritty than Washington? Who's more of a, you know, I'll let Sully explain. 
All right. Well, let's 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 tackle this step by step. All right. First of all, he's not going to resign with Boston. Boston is nine and two on the year without him. Like twenty five and something crazy without him. They're a much better team without him. Brad Stevens system. They don't like isolation players. You need to share the ball. Um, it's not a me. It's a we system. And Kyrie's a he's a player that needs the ball in his hands. So it doesn't. The systems don't fit. They're both great. Brad Stevens and Kyrie separately, but together it's not working. So. I think Kyrie wants to go somewhere else, and Brad Stevens and the Celtics, there's tension they're not going to want him back, so that's it, gone. The Knicks, I mean, it's kind of a foregone conclusion. A lot of people think he's going to go there, but the Knicks have been a dumpster fire recently, and if Kevin Durant doesn't go there, I can't see him going there without if he doesn't have a buddy. Um, I think the Nets are, are possible. No, the Nets aren't a possibility. I take that back because they have so many guards. But Washington, they're going to have to move John Wall's contract. So if they can get a salary. If they can have take someone to take John Wall's contract, maybe they give up some draft picks in the prospect pr- process. Then they can, then they can afford to sign someone like Kyrie with with Beal, who's much better without John Wall. So they're gonna have to get rid of his contract, being John Wall, which will be very difficult to do. And probably lose draft picks in the process. Process, but it might be worth it to get a player like Kyrie Irving. Maybe Phoenix. They don't I was Morant. thinking Phoenix was another team that I was thinking about saying, but they're I, gonna uh, have the cap space. They're gonna have the love to take on the draft picks, and they could trade. Tyler Johnson will definitely be in the deal. Um, and you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think who else they have on the books that's like big, but I mean, that, if you're unloading John Wall's contract, that's all you're getting in the deal is John Wall not on your team. You're not getting any players that you want. You're not getting any draft picks you want. You're not getting shit. You're getting John Wall yeah. not on your yeah. team. That's that's your package. Yeah, who else is a veteran on the Suns? I'm trying to think because they don't have, like, I mean, they had, like, a well, Reza. They, 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 they had a Reza, but he's gone. They yeah. have Kelly Oubre, but he's young, and, and he's a young deal. Um, the, They have a big European white guy that hasn't planned out, right? Alex Dragon Bender. the other Dragon Bender, he probably makes like eight or nine million. So they got they got T Tyler Johnson who makes nine. He's gonna make nineteen five nineteen point three next year. Which okay, you're halfway there to what you need for Wall next year. Uh, you got T J Warren who makes twelve point six, and and book and every other veteran. That's the only people they have on the books. They have D'Anthony Melton. He's gonna make one point four. So they what don't. Is Dragon Bender. Dragon Bender makes four point six, but he's a free agent. Oh, yeah. And they, oh, they have Macau Bridges who makes four, but you're not—they're not trading Macau Bridges in in that deal. Yeah. Unless you're including Beal with it. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Well, it's just, and Kyrie sure shouldn't go in there without Beal. Yeah. Little little food for thought. L- little food for thought. There, just something I dreamt. You gave Dave a lamp, and you gave me like a math problem that with not with no answer. <laughs> yeah, hey man. Yo, I, wa- I wonder what's that's... going on with what, what the Bucks are going to do with Bledsoe. That's going to be an interesting situation. No one's talking about him as a free agent. He's an unrestricted free agent. Is he really? Yeah. Is he? I thought. Oh wow. He might have an opt out, but he makes like fourteen million, so he's a hundred percent going to opt out. Yeah. Well, m- Maybe he's made money. No, he has made money in his. Deal. Maybe he likes it in Milwaukee. Maybe and I'm not before. saying they won't give him the max contract, but like, do you think maybe they don't? Like, you know, maybe he doesn't resign. 
It's just like I feel like I mean, it's. He, he's, it's a, he, I feel oh, like no, he, he doesn't have. Never... He doesn't have an option. He's he makes fifteen million this year, straight up free agent, unrestricted. I feel like he's been he's been bouncing around and he's not having his best year statistically, but he fits in best. He's never been on as as good a team. He's been on the Clippers, the Suns, and you know he kind of. You know the Clippers. He wasn't very good at all, but the the Suns. He he played all right, but they never won anything. So I mean, yeah, he probably likes being on a winning team. I would I would think, but then again, he's in Milwaukee. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it, I think they need him, but they also got to re-sign Middleton, and you, you're certainly probably taking Middleton over Bledsoe. Yeah, middle. Yeah, I'd say they're similar, but Middleton's younger, a better two-way player. Bledsoe's not a bad defender at all, though. But um, did, you, did you guys know? Like, this is random. Middleton had like twenty-one in the in the All-Star game. How crazy that is! Yeah. And Giannis yeah. took him. Giannis took him as the first pick. Like, I, I, when he, when he did that, I was like, "What an idiot!" And then, like, when I looked at the scores later, I, I was like, "Wow, he like he had like one of the fourth most points in the game." Yeah, he <laughs> or, played or, well. Like, the most points, like, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, I like yeah. Middleton. He's not a sexy player. That's the thing. He's a He's, no, a grind he's a he's, out. a he's a Heinz Ward. Does everything good, nothing great. Yeah, yeah. Three and D guy. Very true, very true. Another guy that does everything kind of good was great at one point, but you know, kind of screwed himself over again. A little football talk here. Johnny Manziel got kicked out of the CFL today, released by the Montreal Alouettes. Um, yeah. What do you guys think happened? I mean, that's they Dave's didn't re- boy. That's Dave's boy. That's my boy, Johnny they Football. Happen, I mean, but... he was in he was in Montreal, so I mean that place is fucking haven for debauchery. Canada. Yeah, the Vegas of Canada. Yeah, it's. I mean, if y'all who ever get time, was, who thought that was a good idea? Yeah, I mean, he went from where Hamilton is probably I don't even know, but it can't be can't be great. It's Canadian. Yeah, it's a Canadian gonna, city, not named Toronto, Vancouver, or Montreal. So if probably he was sucks. gonna not get in trouble in Cleveland, he was doomed. Like, yeah. I mean, but there's there's also this like theory that that uh, like smaller towns, smaller city teams, like player they don't like players being in them. They get more in more trouble because there's like nothing to do. So uh, they yeah, like you, you give me a bunch of money, I'll find something to do. <laughs> I'll find yeah. I'll find. Well, that's the problem. They they find something with a bunch of money to do in Cleveland or Milwaukee or fucking Winnipeg. It's probably not. It's probably not a good thing, but if you give me, you know, fifty grand to go out in Manhattan, I'm just having the greatest night of my life at a legitimate establishment. I could yeah. find I could find some legal ways, but I mean, Johnny, uh, he he's 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 like messed up. I don't know. His Instagram posts are always like cringeworthy. Like, like he'll be like he'll be like literally like obese one week and then like like no muscle. Like he's just all over the place. Yeah, he's having a. It seemed like he was turning his life around, like from what I would hear, like, like when he would talk with SVP and stuff, like, but like the the quote didn't look good today about like why he was released. <laughs> what was it about? It was they, it, 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 they hinted strongly at like some sort of uh, substance apple. or alcohol abuse fuck up. Yeah, that's what I assumed. It said this was the quote from the team. We're trying to do what we believe is in the best interest of the entire league. The conditions we set we thought were the right ones. Those conditions have been violated and we feel it's best and Montreal feels it's best to let Johnny move on and we think it's best for our league that he do the same and we wish him well. He apparently they offered him like some revised 
set of rules before they released him, and he was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, so, he, uh, so he's clearly just, he's in a downward spiral. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows? AAF, baby. Could happen. No, that's what right. I, that was my first thought, because he's not, he's not, I mean, that's definitely a talent pool's loss, and he's not, he can't play in the NFL, and he can't play in this, in, is in it though? Canadian Football League. What? Is it is the is do you think the AAF is worse talent wise than the CFL? No, I was I was saying the NFL. Oh yeah, because I, 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 I don't know if it is. All I know is he was not good in the CFL. Like, he was not good. Um. Yeah. I mean, but, he. So uh, they've. Uh, I actually wrote about this today, but he, he basically the rights to him in the AAF go to San Antonio because he he played it. Uh, Texas A and M, and he's from oh, Texas. It's regional, right, right? So the regional team gets the first shot at him. So if they don't want to sign him, then he becomes a free agent, and anyone can sign him. But San Antonio gets the first crack at him. How's their? I don't know how their quarterback situation is. I don't know that much about the AF. Uh, they're one and two. Their quarterbacks, they're middle. They're middle of the road in pretty much every metric. I'm sure. I mean, none of the quarterbacks are particularly great. I'm sure. No. No. Even I mean, well, like what what team is uh, Christian Hackenberg on? He's he's horrendous. Obviously. Uh fuck. Um, I think I was looking at it today. It's is it Atlanta? It's not Atlanta. It's it's uh, Memphis. Memphis Express. Oh yeah, cause he got he got benched. He's I can't I six, can't not six interceptions and two touchdowns in three I can't games. Not, I can't not forget when one of the a few of the Jets players like were were like condoning putting him in or like saying to put him in and like you know he can really play like i'm confident in him and like what what the hell were those guys thinking like because remember he wouldn't even suit up on the jets he was that bad he couldn't even suit up and we were like wow he must be bad if he can't suit up for the jets who don't have a quarterback who have bryce petty as their quarterback it was that year all right so shit like that when like players say shit and you like, and then they want they they just fall on that card like, oh, we're a player. We know what's going on in the locker room. We know what's you know we know football. We know all this shit in like other disputes or conversations or debates. And it's just like, no, you fucking always don't. You <laughs> you, you don't. Yeah, like you're not batting a thousand. Shut the fuck up. He, he yeah he, God he is horrendous, horrific. I do. Yeah, I'll tell you though, there's a guy who um. He's batting a thousand in life right now, and uh, I know the Rockies hope he bats a thousand. Fucking Nolan Arenado just signed the richest um, annual value contract for any position player ever, averaging thirty-two and a half million a year. He signed a two hundred sixty-eight year deal, opt out after the third year, full no trade clause. In my opinion, he just signed the best deal in baseball. He just signed the best deal. In baseball history, Dude, aside yeah. from Carlos Stanton, because he's just stealing, he just he just took a bunch of money. But I mean, two hundred sixty million over eight years. Give me that was break. also over thirteen years his contract. Right, he got three so, thirteen over. Uh, yeah, Arenado. Wow, I, this came out of the blue. Everyone's thinking Manny just signed. We're we're thinking Bryce is looming, waiting in the wings, and then boom, eight years. It was it was reported like two two fifty or two forty two fifty first, then before it gets up to two sixty. No trade clause, opt out after three years. The perfect player-friendly contract. If you're a Yankee fan, you're upset because he's out of the running, basically, unless some trade happens in the future, which isn't likely. 
Um, Dude, it, at this, I mean, not trade. I mean, if he opts out, but like, I mean, it, it was just a very startling news. And if you're now, if you're Bryce Harper, you're you're thinking ka-ching, ka-ching. You're thinking that those that the, that framework I can use for my con that minimum three year opt out. You know, yeah, beating that deal is deal. now is now what gets you to the table to talk to me. Yeah, three hundred and thirty million, which I thought at first. I, I'm thinking it's at least three fifty to three six three seventy now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, dude, if you're Manny Machado, you got to be looking at your agent like, are you fucking serious? Go, go, do, do it again. What do you mean? He got that. Go fucking renegotiate. Well, yeah, and I mean, the, the thing is, there was a point. There was a point where I didn't think he'd get two hundred and fifty, though. So I mean. He's in San Diego making three hundred million, so yeah. can't be too unhappy about that. But Arenado just like less than a month ago had figured out his arbitration for the year, signed the richest arbitration deal ever at twenty five yeah. million, and then within a month signs this eight year extension. So they've got him locked down for nine years. They've got him this year, and then this contract doesn't kick in till next season. Jesus. So they like <laughs> he's making twenty five this year and, and then I'll be year. I'll go on a I don't know if that's a good contract for Colorado because no one on Arenado's no spring chicken. What is he, 20... 29. 8, 29? 29, so that's still a long-term deal. I mean, with that, if you're saying it's nine years now, that's like, he'll be 38 or so. And, you know, what's, you know, the splits are the splits. No one Arenado's not an all-star level player on the road. He's just, he's just, he's good. He's just, he's, he's, he's good. He's not great. Different player at home. Different player at home, and luckily they have him at home. So from that point of view, he's happy he gets a long-term deal with the Rockies. But um, something you can't go unnoticed is his defense is bar none incredible. He's he'll, I mean, be, he'll be the best defensive third bait. Him and he, I always think of him as a step above Manny, but it's close. And then you have Matt Chapman on the A's in the wings, who may overtake him when soon. But those top three are the top three defensive players. So. That's a I mean, that's a business deal for the Rockies. Like, yeah, it, they keep the homegrown players. Yeah, I, they, you got to give it yeah. to them. They, they kept Blackman last year. They kept Todd you Helton. Know, so. What? Kept Todd Helton. Yeah, they kept Todd Helton. Larry Walker was there forever too. Yeah, so yeah. They, they they've done well in an area. Carlos Gonzalez. Really, a baseball town. Someone notoriously they don't spend a ton of money, but you know it, it shows them they're not going to fold their their hand for the future because it looks like. It looked like they could lose him in a couple of years. Who knows? Now they're gonna have him and Charlie, and then they got that pitcher Kyle Freeland two nine five ERA last year. Yeah, he was a monster. It's he funny, a- like how some small market teams like kind of really just act more like there's no salary cap than the big market teams, or at least it seems that way because like that's a straight business deal. They know that Nolan Arenado to their business's bottom line is worth more than two hundred sixty million dollars over the next ten years, nine years. Like he just oh, he just is, and that's a straight business deal. That's a good investment from that perspective. But you like look yeah. at a team like the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Dodgers, and they're like, well, yeah, I mean, yes, they have the two hundred some odd million dollar payrolls or whatever it is in that range, but they're like, you know, they're like penny pinching when it comes to these guys. Not penny pinching is the wrong word, but well, they're like they're guys. watching salary caps and shit now, and it's just like what these guys are handing I, out three hundred like it's I nothing think because. Because they don't need to do that to get the fans to the ballpark. They don't have the necessity. In addition to already having right. some stars and young right. talent. The Dodgers, 
If I'm in LA, I'm going to Dodger games. If I'm in New York and I'm a Yankee fan, I'm going to Yankee games. If you're in Boston, you're going to Fenway. It's just, it's like a thing. It's like a cool thing to do there. Like, yeah, let's well, catch Chavez the Ravine is like 45 minutes from LA, but that's all yeah. the same. Yeah, I mean, it might take you three hours to get there with traffic, but, um, but yeah, like if you're in like if you're in like Milwaukee, notoriously, it's not like let's like the Brewers, like it's like it's not the same thing. Or, or and if you do, sport. it's like yeah, let's go to the Brewers game. It's a dollar fifty tonight. Yeah, <laughs> like do- they're doing dollar beers or whatever yeah. the hell they do in Milwaukee. Six bucks, you get six beers, six hot dogs, and six tickets. You get Milwaukee's <laughs> finest. That's six six nights Milwaukee's out with finest. Christian Yelich. <laughs> you get oh, Milwaukee's finest. Up. Yeah, you so, get it heated up in a boiling pot. Bro, legit, the Milwaukee Bucks oh, had it. No. Had it. They had a deal. <laughs> I swear to God, they had a deal last year. It was fifty five dollars total for five tickets. Five beers this. and five hot dogs. Hot dogs. I remember that, that deal, and I said that is the greatest deal I've ever heard of. Fifty-five bucks total a game for a beer, a hot dog, and a ticket. You can't get that per person at MSG. You can't get yeah. You can't you can't get that for a Yankee. You can't get Yankee the ticket for yeah. for for one game for the Met for City. You probably can. You could probably get a beer, a hot dog, and depending on the tickets, you can get do that in City Field. But like. That's one game, not five. Bro, I went to the Knicks game last night, and my, my someone else paid for my ticket. It was a gift, and I spent like seventy bucks. So I didn't even try. It was, it was like an accident. Yeah, yeah. Did you have three beers? You're already at like forty bucks, right? Yeah, there. I bought chicken fingers, fries, and like four or five beers. You know, two or three for myself, and and a couple for the people who brought me. And I was just like, the fuck? <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> it's never. It's the New York inflated market. Oh, dude, it's the same thing up here, though. Twelve fifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not just New York. It's, it's, it's the big cities. It's the Northeast as a whole. Atlanta it's, did it right with that new football stadium, cutting all the concession prices in half. A beer is like five bucks. A hot dog's like two bucks. You can get like a soda. It just makes me bucks. think, like, what if I just say fuck it and just move to, like, maybe not Kansas, but, like, I don't know, somewhere in the Midwest where it's just nice and, like, everything's like, yeah, house, 140000 cash done yeah you're living in a like, mansion you're living 140 in a for 140,000 for a mansion there you go you're set the best is doing that living there and like working remotely for a company in a big city because you're getting that big city money but yeah your 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 cost of living is literally because yeah, like, if you go you're like a your financial advisor in new york you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars your financial infi- advisor at H and R Block or E Trade or Scott Trade in fucking Kansas, you're making forty six thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's not the same. It's, it's just not, like things aren't worth what they they say they are in like the Northeast, but like they they get the money for it. Yeah, it's like people aren't gonna stop drinking beer at sporting events. Like people can't do that. People can't go sober. Yeah, no. And even if you have ten beers in the parking lot before, you're still likely to have two or three inside. Yeah, once once you start it up, you can't you can't yeah, shut you it down. Can't shut it down. It <laughs> helps mitigate some costs, but yeah, you shut it down when you head in. You'll be falling. You got to do you got to do the nips. You got to do the nips in the um in the uh, shoes or wherever. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. In the, in the grundle, you gotta yeah stuff the taint with a little uh little bit of that a little bit of that uh that good good that bam that, that <laughs> the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like, alcohol. Undercarriage. 
Um, yeah, no, real. I mean, anything else you guys want to talk about? You know, my man John Jones is fighting again this weekend, defending that. Dude, I saw that. Like, didn't he fight like six weeks ago? Yeah, but he took zero damage. Huh. Yeah, he's fighting. He's defending. Yeah, I mean, judging by the odds, it doesn't look like he's going to take too much damage in this one either. Is he fighting again? Well, the odds are deceiving because Anthony Smith is a fucking killer. Anthony Smith has the length. He's got the he's got the the experience. He's got almost double the amount of professional fights that John Jones does. He's beat some of the top heavy uh, light heavyweights there ever have been. Like he's he's hard, a killer. But hard hard I, to fight when you're banned. Hard to yeah, get those in. It is it is hard to get in in the octagon <laughs> when you are banned. It, that that is definitely true. But, has he been banned longer than he's been a fighter? <laughs> No, I, I mean, mean in the last fighting. three years, most certainly. <laughs> yeah, he's been suspended three times in the past, like, three years. But one was for, like, a hit-and-run accident. One was for a failed test. and oh, it, I mean, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. He's yeah, it's my, not good. Basically, John Bones Jones is Johnny Manziel, only insanely more talented. So he yeah. can always come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like the UFC. That's the thing with Johnny football. If Johnny football, like could actually play football at a top 10 top 15 level he would be in the league right now 100 percent. oh for sure they would look and he'd the be the way. biggest 100%. fucking star in the whole nfl he'd be on the cowboys yeah, yeah. no or, if, or kareem hunt like kareem hunt, if kareem hunt was like ray rice's level like he wouldn't be in the league it wouldn't be worth it like we don't want that attention yeah, kareem it, even at. if johnny manzel could be like andy dalton or kurt cousins like he'd be the most famous guy in the league who would you take kurt cousins or andy dalton Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk okay, Cousins. I know you don't like Kirk Cousins, and I'm... I'm... By an inch. Yeah, by an inch. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, really? Oof. I don't know. I, I, I don't, contract. I don't There's know. There's rumors like, the, the, like... the, the Brangles are going to move on from Dalton. The Brangles? <laughs> the Brangles. The the Brangles. <laughs> the Cincinnati Brangles. I, I, you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers. They they should. The, the Andy Dalton, they should move on from the Bengals. You look at uh, Kirk Cousins' numbers, and they're, like, very good numbers, but you watch him play, and, like, like in big games against good defenses, and he's just awful. Yeah, he's awful. Like the 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 line isn't good part of it, but he just he can't play in big games. I'm I'm glad the Jets didn't get Kirk Cousins. I'm much much more happy where with Sam Darnold. It's like a godsend, honestly, between the the money and the potential ceiling. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Kirk Cousins, that's a real bad contract out there in Minnesota. But, I mean, that's the episode, guys. We did it. We made it through another but, week. We're here. Bones with the high butt. But, you know, but. That sounds weird, high butt. High butt. But, <laughs> yeah, no, that's it for the episode this week. Um, One piece of news. The Bleacher Bookie account has been active again after a little hiatus. We've been throwing out some picks. Doing all right, you know, you know, trying to trying to get you guys some money. First day went well. Past couple days, you know, not so well. But we're gonna bounce back tonight. We've come out uh down one unit and then even last night. So we're not we're 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 up a unit. Uh, hey, even's a win. Management's taking over. Even is a win. That's what I'm saying. Even's but a win. We're gonna do better for you. We're pro- we're gonna provide some winners. Tonight's gonna be a good night, folks. Go check it out. Keep up with the Bleacher Bookie at Bleacher Bookie Twitter account. There will be picks there every day. That is my guarantee to you. That's a Tommy Buns guarantee. Oh. And follow our other socials. <laughs> I didn't say there'd be winners. I just said there'd be picks. 
There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> it's on the tape. Follow the other socials. Follow uh, the Extra Point Podcast. Follow Bleacher Fan on everything. Visit the website. Read what we got going on. We will see you next week, guys. Take it easy.